Hey everybody, welcome back. You are here for episode 96 of the Love Your People Well podcast. And we are talking today about rhythms and routines and habits. And these are things that are near and dear to my heart. I don't know if you would consider yourself a very scheduled person or like you really love having the routine, but I do. And I really... I do find that I struggle when, you know, we're in a season of life where you just can't stick with the routines in the same way or things are changing. Um, But what I have found over the years, I don't know if this is feeling true for you, but it's what we're going to talk about today. I have found that, that aiming more toward a rhythm, what our days look like, what our weeks look like, even our months, is a lot more realistic and ultimately a lot more peaceful, a lot more joyful than trying to stick with these really strict routines or even really emphasizing a ton of habits. Habits can definitely help. um, But just knowing together as a family, this is our rhythm. This is kind of what our days look like, what our weeks look like. It really helps when life is totally going crazy and out of control It gives you a sense of peace and a sense of sanity. And so that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about how can we create those type of family rhythms that bring us joy, that bring peace, that everybody can understand and get on board with so that even when life is totally busy, we can still find purpose. We can still find peace at the end of the day. We can have that peaceful, lovely home life that we all want. That's what we're talking about today, my friends. So even if you're not a super scheduled person, I hope you'll stick with me because rhythms are a little bit different, a lot more realistic, and I think ultimately more helpful. So my friends, let's dive into today's conversation about how a busy mom can create family rhythms that bless and strengthen her family life. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, friends, if family rhythms and routines and schedules is something that is is a big part of your family life right now, maybe you're struggling with that, uh, maybe you see value in it, but you're not quite sure how to make it happen in a realistic way, not only is today's conversation going to be helpful for you, um, but let me share a few previous episodes that you might want to circle back to that will help you continue diving into this topic because we have talked about it before on the podcast. Um, I really do think part of loving our people well is having a system, having a way to kind of manage life together so that we can enjoy our time and not just constantly feel like we're all drowning or we're running in a thousand directions. We want to spend time together and enjoy even the busyness of family life. So if you want to go a little deeper into this topic, you might want to check out episode 45, which was called My Daily Habits That Keep Me Spiritually Healthy and Help Me Raise My Kids in the Lord, 
without extra work. Um, Lots of good tips in that episode. Episode 28, using time management strategies to boost your relationships. My three-step process to a successful weekly schedule that strengthens my relationships and gets the to-do list checked off. I actually might want to go back and listen to that one again myself because now that we have a newborn in the house, uh, life is looking different and, um, you know, processes have helped me in the past and they will help me again (laughs) right now. Um, and then the third episode that I wanted to point out is episode 22 way back in the beginning, uh, which was titled, is your busy schedule hurting your family relationships? Mm, Good question. Three risks you might not be thinking about and three ideas to find a great balance. So episode 22, 28, and 45 might be really helpful for you. Um, You can find them, I'm sure, in whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast, Um, or they are always on the website. Uh, The show notes for every episode is loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash whatever the episode number is. So 022-028-045. Or if you want to hop into today's show notes, I will have links for all of those. Today's episode 96, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 096. Now, let me also point out, we have a few resources for you. The five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. That is a totally free five-day email course um, that, again, might help you with those rhythms and kind of figuring out we're on autopilot, we're running in different directions. How do we reconnect? How do we get back on the same page? Uh, The five tools email course would be awesome for you. And yeah, so I just wanted to highlight those resources for you before we jump in to our conversation today about family rhythms. I will give my usual disclaimer. I'm a therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. Uh, You can always check out the website for more information about, um, well, disclaimers and all that sort of thing, but also some earlier episodes about counseling um, if you do think that might be helpful for you. So let's, before we dive into these five um, steps for developing some of these healthy rhythms, let's get on the same page, my friend. Let's clarify why do rhythms help? Why is this something that I think is important? Um, And this is not only based on my personal experience, although it is, I totally, in my personal experience, have found, um, even though I love my to-do list and writing things down and I like routines, Having a rhythm to the day, to the week, especially with my kids, is really helpful. It really, it fuels me. It helps me focus. It's really helpful. But it's not just for me personally. I have seen this with a lot of people I've worked with in the counseling room. I have seen this for so many women when we're dealing, especially with issues like stress and overwhelm and anxiety, um, even some issues like depression or loneliness, when we can clarify for ourselves, what are my priorities? Like, what am I really focusing on day by day, week by week? What does my time look like? How am I using it? What is working for me? What's not working for me? That can go a long way in in rebuilding that sense of purpose, that sense of peace. Um, so even just in that little blurb right there, it's not personal, or it is personal, it's not just personal. That's a lot of the reasons why it is that rhythms help. They reduce our stress. Um, but I think one of the big things that I have noticed in family life 
is that having some healthy family rhythms, it really reduces the amount of brain power that I need to spend and my kids too. on like, what are we going to do next? What is our day going to look like? I mean, obviously every day is a little bit different, but I don't need to spend a ton of brain power wondering, okay, we just had breakfast. Oh gosh, what are we going to do? How am I going to fill the time? How am I going to entertain three toddlers and still find time to nurse my newborn? Like, what is this going to look like? I don't have to really think about that, stress about that, put a lot of energy into that because we have a rhythm. I know in a general way what's coming next and my kids know. So I don't even have to always tell them or refocus them because they already have an idea of what to expect. So it really helps when you're busy and stressed. You don't have to put as much time and energy into thinking about what are we doing next? What should we do? How should we fill the time? But also I have found there's a lot less nagging when we all know the rhythm of the day. Um, and some of that does come into like routines. Um, like we have a little morning routine. We have a mealtime routine. Do we have a bedtime routine? But even just the flow of what our days look like and our weeks look like, there's less nagging. I don't like nagging. I'm sure you don't like nagging. It's not fun. It makes things a little more predictable which can be really helpful with kids, especially when they feel that sense of confidence and accomplishment. Like I know what's coming and I was correct and I know how to do it. And I've learned whatever it is I need to learn to be successful at this. That's huge for kids. So these are just a few reasons why it is that rhythms are really helpful. But when life is busy, it can be really hard to start rhythms, to get them in place, to figure out what on earth are we doing? How do we make sense of our crazy lives? So that's what I want to focus on for the rest of our conversation today. I have five particular steps that I have found help me develop some healthy family rhythms, um, as well as, as I said, other people that I've worked with or talked with. Um, and I will note, I'm saying me, <laughs> Not because no one else in my family has anything to do with what our rhythms look like. Um, they absolutely have a lot to do with what they look like. But because, I mean, especially for me, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm the one kind of directing what does our day look like. It's not all up to me. I'm not a dictator telling everybody what we have to do. But I do have a responsibility to organize the day and manage the home and kind of figure out how are we going to get food on the table? What's that going to look like today? And so that's why I'm saying me, but absolutely these should be conversations with your husband, probably even conversations with your kids, especially step number one. Okay. If you are wanting to work on getting some healthy rhythms in place for your family, it needs to start by identifying priorities. What are God's priorities for you, for your marriage, for your parenting, for your family as a whole. Um, and not just what does God want of you. I mean, the Bible is filled <laughs> with things uh, that we're supposed to be doing, ways that we're supposed to be living. We need to be compassionate. We need to be generous. We need to love each other sacrificially. Those might be some priorities, but how does that fit into rhythms for your family? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in just a minute. But it's really helpful to start there to start by clarifying what are the things we believe are top priority from God's perspective, from our own 
values and preferences, um, even things like household rules, like what needs to be happening on a regular basis for everyone to have a sense of peace and joy and comfort being in our home. So this might be things like having a priority on keeping your household clean. Now, maybe you can't eat off the floor, although my kids eat off the floor even when it's disgusting because they're toddlers and that's what they want to do. But I don't mean necessarily like it has to be spick and span. Maybe that's a priority for you, but it might be a priority that like we need to be able to sit on the couch because that's comfortable. It's where we hang out or we need to be able to sit at the dining room table, Um, whatever it might be. What is a priority for your family? It might be things like, um, I don't know yet know maybe how it's going to happen, but it is a priority for us to have a family Bible devotional time every day. That is actually one of the things for me and my husband, that is a priority in our household. Now, does that happen every day? No, it doesn't. Especially right now with a newborn and still kind of getting into a new rhythm of family life. Um, But we know that is a priority. And so it is something that we're thinking about, we're talking about. Um, We may not have the perfect kind of system for it, but we're trying different things in order to make it happen. Um, And then one other example here, what might be a priority for you? It might be a priority to exercise every day or every week to go to that Zumba class at your gym or whatever it is. Start by identifying the priorities. And then we move from there to actually considering action steps. Like what would this priority look like for your family in this season with your life? (laughs) What are maybe some habits that would help you live out that priority? What are some reminders that you need to like visually post around your home or put in your phone so it pops up? I have a reminder every morning, Jessica, take your vitamins. It pops up on my phone and I have to click complete. Um, But what are the things that are going to help you actually live out these priorities? So some of those examples I mentioned, like for my family, it is a priority to have a family Bible devotional time. Well, we had a pretty decent way that that looked a few months ago before our newest son was born. And that is not at all what's happening right now because our season of life has changed. We're trying to help the toddlers kind of adjust to life with a newborn. Um, I'm a lot busier, just unavailable, you know, nursing him or dealing with him or something like that. Things that only mom can do, (laughs) Um, at least the way that we are working it out and feeding him and all of that. And so it's still a priority, but what it looks like today is different and that's okay. And I mean, if I had to say, which do I prefer? What it looked like three months ago versus yesterday? Three months ago, of course, we had a system. We all knew what to expect. We had a certain Bible book that we were reading through at bedtime. And who knows where that Bible book is today? I think it's in the playroom somewhere. (laughs) So is it perfect? No, but the priority has not changed. It just looks a little different in the rhythm of today's season of life. Or again, that priority about like keeping the home clean. We need to be able to sit at the table. You know, maybe you identify some habits like uh, a little five minute pickup around the house before every meal. Is that realistic for your family? Is that going to be helpful? 
Now, is that going to mean that you're dusting the ceiling fans? No, probably not. It's going to mean you're picking up the Legos so you don't step on them. But thinking through realistic action steps, what might this look like today, tomorrow, next Friday, that are actually going to live out some of these priorities? Even the priorities that are things like um, like character traits. We want to be a family that is compassionate. We want to be a family that is generous. Well, what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? Does that look like apologies? Does that look like one-on-one conversations or check-ins with your kids every day? Does that look like um, every week making a point of calling someone that you know is struggling and praying with them over the phone? What are those action steps? How can you kind of work that into the rhythm of your days or your weeks so that you're actually living out those priorities? And then from there, it depends a little bit more on your personality. (laughs) Like for some of us, we can, you know, clarify the priorities, figure out like what are some action steps or habits or like what's this going to look like? And then we just go for it. We tell our kids, hey, we're going to start doing a five minute pickup every day before lunch. Boom, let's go. Let's do it. That might be what works for you. Um, For others, it might be a little more of a personality of like, I really need to plan this out. I need to figure out how am I going to tell people about this? Um, I need to practice it myself before I ask my kids to do it. That's fine too. Um, It really just is going to come down to what works for you and for your family. If you know that your kids maybe really struggle with change and you're wanting to start something new as a family, you might really benefit from some discussion about that before you actually change anything or including them in the process of decision-making about, is this change really needed? What should it look like? Oh, we're going to do a family Bible devotional time. Okay, honey, why don't you pick out the book that you want to read? What questions do you have? Why don't we write them down? There might be a lot more prep or you might just jump in and go for it. But what you're going to find as we think about rhythms compared to routines or schedules is that there is going to be a level of flexibility here. And so for some of us with that kind of type A personality, I want my schedule, um, that might be something we need to mentally adjust to. (laughs) And I personally find it helpful to write it out. Um, And that, that does feel a little bit more like a routine, but... Um, my mental like focus on that is not so much we need to check off the list or, you know, it's nine o'clock, we need to be doing this. It's 10 o'clock, we need to be doing this. But it's more knowing, oh, this is the flow of our normal day. We get up, we read a few books, we have breakfast, we get dressed, you know, at around nine or 9.30 or 10 or whatever. At some point during the morning, we do an activity And at some point we (laughs) clean up a little bit. What are these things? And for me personally, I like to see that written down. And that can be really helpful for kids as well. Even a visual, like having pictures of of food, like this is when we're having breakfast. (laughs) And if your day is going to change, you might rewrite that or you might really get all out creative. I would love to do this. I have not done it yet to like make one of those calendars or I mean schedules that has like the Velcro on it. Your kid can move it. Oh, today we're going to have an activity at 8 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. because mommy has an appointment. Great. Change up the schedule. Change up what that looks like. But that's what I mean by a little bit more of a rhythm. It doesn't mean you can't write it out and kind of know 
what's coming next, but you're holding it loosely. We have to stay flexible with it. But most days you are probably going to have an idea of like, we go from here to here to here. So after you clarify the priorities, you figure out those action steps. What is this going to look like? Um, Figure out a way to start it. (laughs) You go for it. You talk about it. You prep for it. Whatever's going to work best for your family. But, you know, if you don't start actually doing anything, then nothing is going to change. We all know it. I had to be the one to say it. It's just a reality of life. We have to actually do something if we want things to change. And then again, as we think about, this is kind of, I don't know if this is step number four or just maybe point number four, (laughs) Um, but as we think about how loose a rhythm is compared with the structure of a routine or even the habit, the development of a habit, either way, it's really helpful to track how it's going. You maybe have that flow to the day. This is These are the things we want to get done. Every day it's a priority that we read. And we're going to generally do that in the morning time. You know, sometimes it might shift to the afternoon or maybe we'll do both. But we're always going to have a story time every day or something like that. As an example, you want to actually make a note. Maybe that's a mental note. Maybe you're checking it off on a calendar. <laughs> Whatever works best for your personality. But keeping track of, are we actually doing this thing? that we thought would be helpful and would be meaningful. And how's it going? Um, Because you're going to learn over time what is most successful for your family. What are those moments that really make people smile or make people relax? And if our goal really is to have family rhythms that bring joy and peace, we're not just talking about are we getting the to-do list done? We're talking about how do we relate with each other? How do we connect with each other in the course of a really busy and crazy day, which for most of us, I mean, that might not be every day, but I bet every week you have days that are totally crazy. And so how do we actually connect with each other? You need to be paying attention to that and not just militant about, did we get our story time today? Did we get our family devotional time today? Did we do our five minute pickup today? You can track, did that happen? But It's going to be even more meaningful to take note of how did I prompt people to do this? How did I remind my kids, hey guys, it's time to clean up? Um, You know, was there a good attitude about that? Were we laughing during that time? Maybe adding some music would be helpful. Um, You know, my kids right now, thinking about the family devotions, they really like to each pick a Bible story. That takes a lot longer. Yeah, but it keeps them engaged. And so we've had to change up. You know, the rhythm is the same. We know when the devotional time is happening, but what is actually happening during that time is changing. And it's not always looking like what I would maybe pick. Um, Not that I don't want to read three Bible stories at the end of the day, but by that point, I'm like, kids, go to bed, please. Let me shut the door. Let me turn off the light. You know, they like to drag it out. They want a drink of water. They want an extra hug. They want all the things. And that's fine. That's normal. That's wonderful. But three Bible stories for three kids is not necessarily what I would pick. But it is what works better for my family. It is what brings more joy to my kids and maybe a longer bedtime routine, but probably more peaceful because they are happier about it. And so take note 
You can track that in writing. You can track that just by making a mental note. You can talk about it with everybody to ask, hey, how's this going? Do you like this? You want to make sure the things you're doing day to day, week to week, are actually living out those priorities and bringing joy, bringing peace, having that desired outcome that you have. Um, I know I mentioned already that we have the free five-day email course, um, five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. Um, And this is kind of a big part of that is not just figuring out, well, why are we stuck on autopilot and what can we do about it? But actually coming up with a plan and then monitoring that plan. If you never check in on how's it going, I mean, it might be successful. It might not be all that successful. It's definitely not going to be as great as it could be. And so whether you're doing that email course or just trying to implement some new rhythms for your family, keep track, take note of what's working, what's not working. Why is it working? Why is it not working? You can always change it. And then my last tip here is to to consider how are you, um, I guess I would say, how are you making this the new normal for your family? How are you reminding people about um, what the new rhythm looks like? You know, hey, maybe we've shifted that story time. It really just doesn't work in the morning. There's too much going on. It's too crazy. So we're going to do it in the afternoon. Well, how are you going to remind your kids of that when they come to you saying, mommy, mommy, read me this story? How are you going to remember to do it um, in the afternoon when they're busy with some other activity? So figuring out how am I going to remind everyone about this? How am I going to stay calm when it's not going the way I thought it would? How am I going to stay positive when, you know, again, it's, it's not always going to go the way that you thought it would. So focusing on not necessarily talking about it forever, but just doing it reminding people of it, trying to stay consistent with it. And over time, of course, you can get a lot looser with what that rhythm looks like. Um, You're going to have days where people are sick. You're going to have days where you're traveling or just, you know, the schedule is totally out the window for a week. And that might be really frustrating or whatever, but it's going to be a lot smoother for everyone to get back into the regular day-to-day life because you've already got that rhythm established. You might have, you know, five days in a row where you have to run out the door at 7 a.m. because you've got all these meetings or appointments or whatever it is. But then next week at 7 a.m., they're not going to be thinking, let's hop in the car. They're going to be thinking, what's our normal stuff we're doing at 7 a.m.? Are we having breakfast? Are we doing our Bible time? Are we exercising? Whatever it is. And so, yes, it can be helpful earlier on to be a little more on top of it. Like, this is what we're doing. This is when we're doing it. This is how I'm reminding everyone, prompting everyone so that I'm not nagging them. I'm just keeping us all aware. Um, And that might be you just as much as everybody else. It certainly is for me. And then over time, we can get looser with it. We can change things up as we take note of, oh, this is working. This is not working. But you don't want to get into a position where you feel like, I've developed this plan and nobody's following it and now I'm frustrated and now I'm annoyed and now I'm angry. Everyone should know what to expect, why it is that these are the the components of your family's rhythm and and how things are going to look when life is busy, when life is normal, when life is changing. You don't want to be the only one directing people all day long. 
that is ultimately the benefit of having a family rhythm is that you don't have to be directing everyone all day long. You won't have to be prompting people and reminding people forever. You will at the beginning, but everyone's going to get used to it. Everyone's going to know what to do, what to expect. Um, And it really just makes things so much more peaceful. So I... I know I've shared a few examples as we've gone on about some of the priorities for my family and a little bit of what that looks like, but it really is worth considering that for yourself. What are the priorities for your family and how do you live those out day to day, week to week in your current season of life and then decide on a way to actually start doing it. Maybe you plan for it. Maybe you just dive in, whatever that needs to look like for you, for your family, with your personality, go for it. You need to actually start something and then we need to track it. We need to monitor it. We need to pay attention what's working, what's not working. And we need to have grace and a plan really for how am I going to remind people of this, prompt people toward this? How are we going to make this consistent enough that it's not just a thing we did for a week here and a week there? but it becomes a rhythm for your family. Everyone knows what to expect. Everyone can enjoy the benefits of that without feeling tied down to a specific schedule or to-do list or, or maybe even routine. Friends, that is all I have for you today. I really pray that your family is finding some healthy rhythms in this season of life. And um, in our next episode on Friday, our Friday Faith Follow-Up, Uh, We are going to talk a little bit more about how to stay sane and have that peaceful sense in the home, even when that regular routine flies out the window. Okay, you might be like, I'm more of a routine person than a rhythm person. That can happen sometimes. But when things just totally go out the window, you've got that great rhythm and then you hit that week where like, oh my gosh, we all have the flu or like there's this huge project at work and my husband's never home and everything is out the window. How do we stay sane? Don't worry, friends. We are going to talk about that. We're just going to make that kind of our follow-up on Friday. So make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast so that it pops right up and you can hop in with us on Friday. Um, And again, all those resources, the full show notes, all of that is on the website. That's where I would encourage you to go if you want to go deeper into thinking through schedules and rhythms for your family, or you want to find a resource, a, a devotional, or maybe a planner, Um, or some of the freebies like the five tools, all of that will be in the show notes for today's episode, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero nine six. So my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.